Previously on the show that has been so aptly and poignantly titled, New Crits on the Block. You see the stonework kind of crack, and that crack extends like concrete often does when it gets a crack in it, all of a sudden just juts straight down and into uh, the circular area where the uh, unfathomable horror summon circle is, and the whole thing kind of shivers a little bit. And standing directly behind you is Therasul, the elven champion. We have to close portal. You see the very room you're in as a holographic projection. I found you. And welcome back to Havenport, everybody. And that's actually, yeah, I actually just have that on a loop. I just hit a button on my talk back. Uh, well, under- talk boy or yak back. You mix those two things up. Oh. Um, I got <laughs> right the off brand right one. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. When you get to the gas station that you beg your mom to get you. Yeah, yeah I got the one down from the thrifty. <laughs> hey, don't, yep. don't knock the gas thrifty. station uh, products. Okay, they're glasses. Come and clutch. I didn't. I knocked their toy selection. So it's oh. not an official Tiger product, I believe, was the company. Tiger? Was it Tiger? Wasn't it? That made... The brand? Hey, Possibly. kids, we're home we're early. Home early. <laughs> we're home early. Oh, oh my God. It was God. Tiger Electronics, baby. So yes. Good. Jimmy can't come to school today. What was the other one? <laughs> there was a few examples. Don't you miss old commercials? Yeah. I don't miss I commercials love those. though, but when they used to be good, and <laughs> I miss some. I miss. I miss some commercials. That's a funny concept. I I miss the nostalgia for commercials. There used to be a, craft but I don't to miss it. commercials. Yeah, there there's used no to be craft. craft. There's no craft to commercials. Now anymore. you no, don't even know what not. the commercials are for. Now it's like, yeah. hey, here's here's a lifestyle. They show you the lifestyle of which you want to have around that product. Are you talking about just perfumes? That's how they yeah. do that. He just uses a Johnny well, Depp one. Well, now you have like the car ones too, where it's like riding yeah. down a street, looking in my suit. And then it's like, this is for Audi. And you're like, what? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a watch or something. No, I think you're thinking, are you thinking of the one that Matthew McConaughey did? I yeah. was going to say the same. For Lance. Yeah, that was, that I remember funny. that commercial and <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not sure what. Like, where's where's the Kia Kia commercials? You know, with like the the little hamsters back. Yeah, the hamsters. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I still don't know what that means for Kia, but like, I mean, I guess Geico's still doing a good job and like progressive. Like, they're still telling them the Kia commercials. So interestingly enough, my uncle used to work for Kia, and he was part of their marketing uh, campaign. And he, they had like a whole system about when they would release the hamster commercials because they were like. People go fucking wild for the hamsters. <laughs> wow, but, really? Yeah, I yeah. Did. But we can't just like release <laughs> them back to back to back to back because they'll we lose can't interest. Give them too many hamsters. So it was almost like you know when you anybody seen the movie The Imitation Game, where at the end they were like, no. we can only sometimes let them know that we know because if we do it too often, they'll figure out that we've cracked the code too soon. That's how it was with them. They were like, we can only release the hamsters. Like oh, every so often, it's a hamster in order to imitation it, game. 
Is the imitation game? That's the one with like the the breaking like the Japanese code or the German it was code. The, or the German like code, code, yeah, the Enigma yeah. machine. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just the idea that they're like we can't just constantly release the hamsters because <laughs> people will lose interest. So we can only we can't give like, them what they want. Yeah, if you give people what they want, they lose interest in it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? We gotta keep yeah, just like the, more like, hamsters, like the McRib. That's why they go with the McRib, like the way they do. I want yeah. a story with my commercials. If I'm gonna be stuck sitting there watching something I don't want to watch, at least make it interesting. Yeah. You like how long of a story do you want? I don't know. Like an I I like just a quick like, little quip it like the Geico commercials with the caveman. Just a quick little oh, bit. Miss, remember the caveman? Oh, you want that in a story form? Not in story. You know what I mean? Like. I, I don't i'm sorry no we don't jake which yeah, is why we're asking for clarification here like it's it well i guess more of a bit in a sense but but not like, a commercial well, they kind of started doing that with tv shows i remember like before streaming really took over and people were still kind of watching tv they would have parts in tv shows where all of a sudden they somebody would be like driving in a car and then they're like Oh, hey, can you turn up the music? And then they're like, oh, it already knows to because the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like watching this commercial going, I mean, I'm watching this TV show that has a commercial like put into it. And I'm like, are they selling a car in this crime documentary? I, like, what's going on? I would never watch a show that would allow that to happen. Um, that it sounds started like happening. Like, that sounds like ABC Family bullshit to me, and I'm not yeah. it. I don't think it, so. I don't know what you're watching, Ben. I just well, want to just have do a that. Crack open it was, a coke and slowly drink it. It was when streaming was like Wait, everyone was streaming, and I hadn't quite picked up Netflix yet, and so I was still watching cable TV. And they were like, "We're mm. just trying to get Any some money." money. <laughs> oh. So yeah, and then I stopped doing that, and then that was that was it. Stop drooling on me. That was the other thing the talk boy said. Stop drooling. <laughs> You've been Googling oh, this the whole time? <laughs> no, I didn't Google. I just I just remembered it. <laughs> That's right. Because oh I'm going God. through the commercial. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, oh, the sister was petting the dog and the yeah. kid did that. And then when the when the sister and the boyfriend are like making out on the couch at night, the kid played that to the boyfriend. He plays it. Stop drooling on you. Yep, yeah. And he like one. shoots backwards. I knew backwards. there was one more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was it. Stop well, drooling on me. <laughs> This has been a fun trip down memory lane, uh, but let's go to the future now, no. to the day this releases, which is October oh. 9th. Oh, uh-huh. What, what we got going on October 9th? Well, only the most important holiday that any of us have ever been told is important until we later on realized it wasn't. It's Columbus Day. Um, oh, yeah. isn't it Indigenous People Day now? Yeah. Yes, yes very is. much yes. so. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, we for some I wrote it down here in 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean sailed blue. the ocean blue yeah I don't even think that was the actual date either I think it just rhymed that no there's no <laughs> way that has to be they, they didn't just make up a lie for it there's no way that's what I mean they basically is. did with everything else he did like they came up with Not a ditty and then they came up with the year to match it no I don't think yeah. 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 I don't no. believe like, that Columbus Columbus we got this perfect song for you, but we're going to yeah. need you to do something really big for it. We're going to need you to go back to all the paperwork and fudge all the numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Has anybody invented whiteout yet? Yes. Oh, my God. Well, he kind of already fudged No, that's the that's kind of what he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that took me like three seconds to get there, Ben. Good job. I love it. No, so, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, so then they were like, oh, we should not do Columbus Day, which is, yes. you know, good call. And they were like, some people were like, we should do Leif Erikson's day because he was oh, a, yeah. a different, a different guy Explorer. who also basically did the same thing. 
um, only he was a viking viking yeah yes he's a viking so we're okay with it i guess um, well that's what but, they're there yeah. for you know right that couldn't have been yeah. problematic at all no yeah still problematic uh but definitely landed in america way before anyone else did um, yeah technically canada now but yeah north yes. america which is why we just do indigenous people now here's the yes. question was he actually trying yeah. to get to the americas so, okay yeah. see then i think i definitely think which is not a celebrated. big shock when you're like when you actually look at a map and you like look at where um iceland and greenland is in comparison to like north america you're like oh yeah you could totally just yeah, sail right over didn't there have that, it's not that big of a deal it's not that far <laughs> yeah it's i, really just, not I a, just meant more like columbus was trying to go to india yeah and he completely <laughs> he just <laughs> jumped he the just... gun on that one he's like i'm here <laughs> his, his gps was way it. off well, yeah, so of course, this mass. is why we we do an Indigenous Peoples Day, which is yes. far more uh, far more respectful and appropriate, and actually kind of interesting. Um, in fact, I have lived uh, here, where we all live, uh, you know, in the Northern Bay Area for my whole life. Nope. Um, and uh, do you guys know why we call it the Carquina Strait? Because it's, uh, it's a strait with water. General Carquinas. Yeah. No. Uh, person or a tribe a tribe yeah the yeah. carcan the carcan people used to live here hmm. and i'm 30 almost eight and i just figured that out nice yeah that makes sense wait i am 38 i'm almost 39 ouch <laughs> this one's perfect and nobody on the planet will disagree with this one it's international beer and pizza day mm-hmm yeah, I wrote down. I wrote down here. I'm personally drinking a Blue Moon, but I wrote these notes weeks ago because we were planning on recording this a while ago, and I'm not drinking a Blue Moon right now because it's 10 a.m. on a Sunday. You can put a little orange somewhere. juice in there and make it a beer mosa. And I actually just had a beer Only mosa for the first time. Schedules. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty tasty. It was with the I can't remember what the IPA was. I want. I think it was like a shit. What's the one that has an eight on it? I can't remember. That's one of the eight oh. beer. No, racer, no, that's a five. I think it's racer eight. Yeah, no, I think that's the one. No, racer no, eight. racer. It's racer five is the beer. Oh, it's so racer, it's not five. racer eight. Um, figure eight. It could be figure a beer eight. down here, so I don't know. I whatever IP is terrible. I don't know what the fuck is oh, a, a beer mosa. You put it's, orange it's, juice in it. Take a guess. <laughs> it's a mimosa, but with beer in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's beer and beer orange mosa. juice. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's pretty delightful. good. I mean, I, I just said I drank a blue moon. I mean, that is what you do. You put orange, orange in it. So I guess that's not more in. I guess it's that's quite, not that weird. It's quite tasty. Yeah. yeah. I actually like doing the thing uh, Germans do when you get a flat beer, you put it in some oh. soda and it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. What, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's disappointing. They're going to say like raid Czechoslovakia or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I was thinking something different. That was than totally that not what I was thinking either. Oh my well, God. of course, I'm... I was thinking the other things. I was thinking the most polite thing that Germans do. <laughs> it's the most polite thing they do. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure where this was supposed to be going, and I'm a little concerned to follow just, up on it. It's just beer. It's, it's the natural conclusion to talk about beer and pizza. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're, right on, we're right on schedule, Ben. This is all your fault, right? Ben. You let us here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get right back into this. When we last left off, um, everything was fucking terrible. So we're top around three, uh, and Mrs. Havisett just completed her turn, and it is now Sabi's turn. Um, so uh, Sabi, who's all the way in back next to David, uh, hops down from um, 
the uh actually no she wouldn't hop down why we should do that she's perfectly fine up there she has a perfect vantage point uh and she takes a shot uh at uh let's see yeah the only thing she can really shoot at is that nameless horror thing uh so she goes after that Whoop. actually i think she might actually have hit it finally my god she did look at that uh she rolled a 16 plus sue let's see what she got here uh actually you know what i just realized uh sabi's out of range for a hand crossbow so uh, she had to roll with disadvantage and she missed <laughs> So of course. of course she did. Uh so yeah, she does hop down. She now realizes she's too far out of range, so she moves closer. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh so she gets uh closer to uh the enemy so that maybe she can hit them in the future. Um Okay, I don't wanna I don't wanna interrupt you, but I have to. I thought of a joke. It's way past the time to actually say it. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've been sitting here oh, sitting on it. All right. No, when, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna explain it. It's it. not gonna be funny at all. But okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway. I love when uh, the joke starts like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's great. So when you were okay. talking about the elves missing, uh, what is it? Trying to find their planet, but fucking up. I was in slay. Oh, so they Columbus bust it. <laughs> Get it like Wait. Columbus, but bust. <laughs> right? Am I right, <laughs> guys? Am what? I right? Columbus it. No, no, Columbus it. No, it. Columbus it. <laughs> yeah. Bust it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Instead of Columbus. Yeah, yeah no. Right? I get we it. We got it, buddy. I don't Glory. like it. All the listeners at home, I bet you're cracking oh, up. Oh, yeah, right I'm now. sure. Columbus. They are get it? Slapping yeah, their knees. Get it? Yeah. Cracking up. <laughs> there we go. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to right, be in on the bad. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you can go ahead. You can go ahead. There's <laughs> plenty for everyone. <laughs> plenty to go around. It's, it's everyone palpable. Can, it's everyone fine. can get some bad jokes in today. I promise. We won't um, run out of time. Cultist number four's turn attempts to attack the Maw Demon. Um, so all the way in the back, uh, Cultist number four, who is hiding, uh, sees the Maw Demon chewing on uh, the cult leader, uh, moves up and attempts to strike it. And rolls really good. He actually rolls an 18. Uh, and manages to do a whole, not a lot of damage. Three plus, what are these guys' stats again? I don't know. It's been so long. Uh, <laughs> a whole four damage. That. Look at that. Wow. Well, Take that. Take that, Maw Demon. Uh, yeah, so he runs up, and uh, if you remember, the Maw Demon had run up and uh, bit the cult leader, who then cast Shatter, um and managed to hurt it the unfathomable horror and kind of mess with the circle a little bit when they cast shatter they kind of put a little crack through the circle and it started uh kind of fizzing out but it's still definitely working uh but yeah he managed to do a whole four points of damage to the maw demon and uh let me tell you something it's uh it's it's fine (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah but he did do that um, and that's probably the most useful thing that character will ever do. Um, guard number one, uh, who, uh, was, uh, grabbed by the, uh, unfathomable horror, uh, in the previous episode, who is still being swung around in the air by its tentacles, attempts to shoot at it. Uh, good luck. Uh, he rolls a seven. That's not it. Uh, and, uh, misses wildly, which is not a shock given that he's being flung all over the room. Um, he, I guess he could try to escape from the thing, uh, but he didn't. So that's that. 
Uh, it is now the Summon Dire Rats turn, who is the true hero of this campaign. Uh, David uh, or Matt, would you like to control your Dire Rat? I mean, I would like to, but I don't know if there's anything he could. I don't know what he would do. That's the thing. He's just kind of chill. Rat, rat stuff. Yeah, he's going to do, do hood some, rat stuff. Just with do some his hood friends. rat stuff with his friends. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a rat would not. <laughs> oh wait, be there's in... a I, there's a eyes and teeth guy here. Yeah, yeah like the, the maw demon thing that's uh, made of just yeah. eyes and teeth. Uh, then I'm going to attack. Excellent. Yeah, you you were just barely in range, but you did manage to get there. You were kind of okay. you kind of were positioned between two squares. I don't know why, so I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, what's my what's my to hit? Give me a roll, and I'll tell you. Let's see here. I'm scrolling up to his stats. Wow, I have a lot of scrolling to do. <laughs> okay, we'll wait. What was your roll? I, I don't know. What's my what's my to hit? Uh, I don't know because yeah. I lost his stats. <laughs> Hold out! Don't don't give him the roll until he. <laughs> well, I know because he's, he's going. I know that's I, right. Jesus fuck! I said I actually lost his stats. How did I lose his stats? Where'd he go? Well, good good thing Google's around, right? Good old plus ten to hit, I think. Yeah, I think it was a plus ten, plus twelve, something. Plus ten like that. to hit. Yeah, Here's my so. roll: seventeen plus ten, twenty-seven to hit. <laughs> yeah, oh, did you actually MVP. roll a seventeen though? I did. Oh well, then yeah. you, yeah. I mean, you, you, that you hit it. Period. Uh, What's my Pat. damage? Eight d ten. I think it's eight d twenty. I think it's like eight d ten, right? <laughs> it's a fight with embarrassed that I've lost this thing's stats. Oh, because I put them here. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, conveniently now that he was a plus five to hit, and he does three d four poison damage. Ooh. Okay. 3d4 poison damage. All right. But he rolled Hit a natural 20 on his con four, save. 413. That's an 8. All right. So he rolled a natural 20 on his con save. Okay. So he only takes half. So that's a total of 5 damage all in all uh because you also get a, a 1 damage to your bite uh cuz he's a little rat guy. Uh Got so it. yeah, <laughs> uh I don't know who that was worse for, the maw demon or the rat, but um you you uh you bit him. And Good. You, you did a little bit of damage there. Excellent. You did um, right. It is now the unfathomable horrors turn. Yikes. Here we go. Let's uh, see what it. Who does it have in range? So many people. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Not me. Nine, ten. Not me. All right. Um, Not me. Jake. <laughs> no. Jake and yeah, Matt for your go. dire rat. Brilliant. Just say no, guys. My dire rat. <laughs> no. Jake and Matt for your dire rat. Tell me, uh, give me a number between one and ten. You go first, Matt. Ten. Uh, six. All right. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Uh, that's a ten and a six. Nuh All right. Uh. So, hmm. unfortunately, let me see, let me see him. Uh. I, I can't put my camera. Up. I'm going to ruin it everything. Was <laughs> I'm just so uh, the uh, let's see. I think oh, it's its turn. It only had five tentacles left, uh, but another one shoots out because it does that on every turn. Uh, don't bother killing the tentacles if you haven't figured this out yet. They just keep growing more, uh, and it goes after cool. the dire rat. So let's just go ahead and do that right off the bat and see what happens to Mister Mister Ratty over here. Right off the bat. Uh, yours right a three that. that didn't do it, so he misses the dire rat. That's a shot, hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, a big tentacle comes uh slashing Unfair. out of the dire rat, but he can't get a hold of him. Uh, I am that's impressive. Uh, he goes after snow as well. E, that's gonna do it. An 11 plus, uh, what plus what, Ben? Uh, at least four. Oh, okay, interesting. 
plus seven. So uh, 11 plus seven. Sorry, uh, Jake. So he does get a hold of uh, Rare Snow and pulls him in uh, 25 feet. Five, I, 10, I sneak 15, attack him. 20, 25. <laughs> uh, so snow, so Rare Snow has now been grappled. Uh, and then another one of these tentacles also goes after um, cultist number uh, four, no. who was brave enough to run forward. What a foolish thing to do. Right, guys. Uh, yep, grabs him too. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And the last one go- ugh, goes after uh, Miss Haviset. Yikes. Uh, she is no longer being controlled by whatever the hell that thing was. She is now just another helpless person on the field. Oh, is she like conscious? Is she... Like uh, she, was un- like- she was unconscious, but uh, something tells me that uh, this is probably going to wake her up. Uh, yeah, that's through them. other people. It's all over the place. Hmm. This is a 3D world you got to think of here. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. So uh, as this thing grabs everyone and pulls them in, um, it whoop, got all over the screen here. Uh Mrs. Haviset uh, suddenly feels a very strange sensation as she feels like she is waking up. You know how you have that thing where you wake, like you're falling asleep and you have that falling sensation? Yeah. Yeah, she has a sensation like she's falling when she wakes up because she kind of is as she's being uh, pulled through the sky um, by a huge tentacle creature. And she wakes up to see this thing attempt to eat cultist number four. Oh, (laughs) Jesus, fuck. Uh, It rolled a 20. Uh So, yeah, I'm not even going to roll damage for him. He's done. Uh, cultist number four is absolutely Aww. destroyed. What if he had um, one hit point left? Like so I many rolled other a natural twenty. So what if you roll bad would... for? What if you rolled ones for damage? Yeah. You know you what? No. You're right. I, you're right. He I could don't survive. know. He's a, I don't he's know what's going to happen. Uh, no, he's very dead. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> all right. Just kill him. Yeah. Then. <laughs> he's like uh, that's all. I rolled all ones <laughs> and he's still dead. <laughs> No, I, I rolled a seven and a four, and no, he's dead. Um, he's way past his HP already. So, cultist number four is devoured. Uh, he was very brave, uh, and now he's 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 very uh, not alive. Uh, so he is completely uh, destroyed. Let me take him off my initiative tracker. Um, All right. Well, that's one less person in between our turns, guys. Yeah, pretty much is what I was going for here. Um, but then he really did natural twenty m. So there's that. Uh, and then guard number one uh, also gets pulled in for the second attack. Uh, and let's see how we do here. Natural one. Wow. I'm really splitting the difference here. All right. So, uh, that was probably a terrifying sensation, uh, to see Mrs. Haviset, uh, suddenly, uh, you see her kind of like as she's grappled and pulled toward this creature, she begins to, um, like her eyes once again, open only now there's not the glowing orbs behind them. And she's looks around and she's like, oh, what, what is good? Oh my God! What is this? Guys! Guys! What? Help! Before the DM describes something that we all know he wants to describe. Um, and mm-hmm. that's the end of that thing's turn. Uh, there it is. And let's see here. Guard number two takes another shot at it. Uh, another terrible roll. Wow, that's an easy way to get through the turns. Uh, Ma Demon number two just got bit by the dire rat. He doesn't like that, so he's going to bite him right back. April's a 19 plus, so that's going to hit. And what does he do for damage? I I don't remember. A total of 12 damage to uh, Matt's dire rat. Um, Okay. 
So it is down to 13 HP. Just, I don't know if you, uh, I don't think you have your HP over there. So I'm just giving you a heads up on that. Uh, But that is the end of Maw Demon's turn. And we are now up to Rare Snow. Um, Jake, Rare Snow got grappled and is currently being flung around in the air. Uh, But thankfully, you are not quite over the portal yet. Um, Now, just so you know, you can try to escape this things, uh, grasping tendrils if you wish to. Okay. Uh, You would have an escape DC of 15. Here's a question, Ben. Here's a question for you. What's the likelihood of me getting across this thing towards where Miss Haviset is on the other side of the Maw Demon's, I guess, creepy teeth? (laughs) Creepy teeth. Well, let's see. She is... How far away is she from you? I have I have feline agility. I have a disengage bonus action, and I can take a dash action. Yeah. Um, so I can get roughly ninety feet. Here's what I'll tell you. So for those people at home who can't see this, you are on opposite ends of this giant uh, portal monster creepy thing, but in between you and her are all of its like teeth coming out of the portal. I would say that with a good acrobatics check, you could hop across those teeth like a cat and, well, and how jump. Could we, fr- how good are we talking, Ben? Well, talking like here's the question. <laughs> like here's the question. <laughs> how much do you want to risk being absolutely killed? <laughs> well, I think with 90 feet, because right, would you consider that difficult terrain? <laughs> Probably. <Huh? laughs> Probably, uh, probably. easy terrain. <laughs> yeah, if mediocre. You roll well enough, I'll let you do it. I'll just give you that. Uh, well, I look back at the gang. I look back at Miss Haviset, and we're probably both gonna die. We're probably all gonna die. Um, so I'm gonna try it. Um, oh God. Let's okay, see. first you gotta first you gotta make an acrobatics check to get out of its uh grasp so i can't disengage DC... does disengage not oh that just no, makes it where you're you can't grappled. Do you're grappled yeah, you're yeah grappled so give me a give me a dc 15 acrobatics check well that's a 25 that's a crit 20 yeah you plus five you ab- oh okay nice. okay yeah so you absolutely uh wiggle out of this uh this thing aren't cats afraid of cucumbers what <laughs> what? Right. No, I'm just thinking. Have you seen those videos where cats are afraid of cucumbers? Yes, they don't like uh, yes, touching yes. Uh, tin foil. Yeah, tin you just. Foil, abs- I know. You never seen the cucumber one? The cucumber is new. No, yeah, cats and cucumbers. I feel like I've seen those. Yeah, they think they're yeah. snakes. They freak out. Um, yeah. So you uh, don't like uh, being grasped by uh, this thing, whatever the fuck it is, uh, and you spring right out of there. Um, so Jake, if you want to give me one more acrobatics check to see if you can sprint across this thing's mouth, teeth, maws, tentacles, like some fucking anime protagonist, uh, in, uh, in a, you know, cool fucking way. Oh, and you know, hundred uh, yeah. percent, I'm putting my hands behind my back while I run across these. I just want to let that cool. be known. For sure. <laughs> you mean your paws? We yeah. know full well that cats do really well when they put their two paws behind their back while they run. Uh, that is a 17 plus 5 for 22. That does it. Yeah, that is... I don't... Yep. Nice. I was, okay. think, I was thinking another DC 15. You crushed it. So, so I'm going to let you basically move anywhere within your double movement range. Okay. So 
because, you know, I'm not going to say you have to hop from these little teeth on the map, whatever. There's teeth everywhere. You can just get over there, um, especially with a roll that good. Still the same. Uh, okay. How? So I used my bonus action for dash. I ran across a thing. Can I? Well, you wouldn't have to use your bonus action for dash because I don't think you moved. Right? Like when you don't move, don't you get your feline agility? Uh, yeah, well, you I... did move last turn, though. And then it pulled you forward. Okay, so you used a bonus action. Got it. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah that was kind of everything, I think. Because um, I used an action to escape? Yeah, I, you know, I think these things... Let me see exactly what it says if you actually have to use an action to escape. It just says, the target is grappled, escape DC 15. Because I'd like to grab Miss Havisette. That is what, the reason why I just risked my life running across these teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the problem is just she's still wrapped up in that thing yeah so. i want to if i have an action i would like to cut said thing yeah i'll say you still have an action give it a shot okay um please let me hit uh gonna use my reappear on this one nine plus five for 14 no <laughs> Okay, well, I keep um, running past Miss Havisette. Uh, uh, but <laughs> you much. have made your way um, directly next to her, so at least somebody is within range to save her now, which was kind of the whole point of coming down here. I was kind of joking around. I was going like, I think I made it too scary, and now my players won't get near it to save her. Yeah, um, kind of. I, yeah. I, can I? Well, yeah, you're throwing dudes into a black hole to another dimension yeah, yeah it's like a meat grinder for npcs um and player characters if you get close enough to it uh that's gonna be the end of rare snow's turn uh it is now guard number three's turn uh you know what he fucking does is he uh runs the fuck out of here is what he does 5 10 15 20 25 30 um because he was on the south end of this nearest to the uh exit and uh very quickly realizes uh that uh, this situation is fucked and uh, so is he if he stays. So guard Coward. number three just takes off. Uh, smart, smart man. Uh, cultist number five uh, cowers in fear. He does nothing. Uh, and it is now David's turn. Help. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I, do, I, to do. I don't know. Now, a reminder uh, that you had a moonbeam right about here. Oh, I know. I'm I'm moving it over to Miss, uh, to Miss Haviset. Oh, you want to put it like on the tendril? Yep. Okay. I think it just automatically hits. I think it's what is it? A con save? Uh, it is a con save. Yeah, I don't so think it does the not tendrils hit. have con. Interesting. I should just, just claw it. I should just. I guess I'll just give. Off. I'll just give it the rope. I'll just give it the unfathomable horrors con. Uh, ah, I, I see. That's not fair. Think. Wouldn't it be an appendage high, high for a thing? tendril? Huh? What is what is your DC? Five hundred. <laughs> no, seriously though, because this is a middling roll. Thirteen, Ben. Ah, it's a fourteen. Okay, so half damage. I know it's two D ten halved. Yes, two D ten half. Give me two tens right here, baby. Two D ten half. Pichu. Seven and a ten for seventeen. Okay. That's pretty good. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got there? That's a what eight. Eight whole, whole damage? Yeah. Or nine if we're rounding up. Yeah, nine round up. Yeah, you know what? That mm. actually breaks that tendril. Those things don't have a lot of HP. That is impressive. Yay. So, uh, and you know what? Just for Snow to be super fucking cool, he uh, catches Mrs. Havisette as she falls. Does he, though? 
I can do yeah, a check. good point. Jake, roll for it. What am I rolling? <laughs> Acrobatics? Uh, no. no, no, no. Just to make it extra fun, make it a make it an athletics check because I know yeah, you have shit poor fun. strength. Just to uh, make it extra fun, make it an insight check. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you have shit poor uh, I have a good insight. So. <laughs> uh, I have to do strength, but I was mid-flip. <laughs> exactly. Mid-flip. That's why it's so hard to do. Uh, you got this. Nine plus uh, negative one for eight. Cool. Sick. <laughs> she doesn't. Good she's job. a little goblin girl. She doesn't weigh much. You catch her. It's <laughs> uh, It's a little. Yay. It's a little ugly. It's like the. It's like the scene from Spider Man where he saves the Gwen. goblin girl. Sort of. Well, the issue is I had my hands behind my back, my paws behind my back, so to bring them to the forefront. <laughs> this is why you don't run manner. with your paws behind. Oh, that's your back. right. Yeah, you had to bring them all, all the way. The way yeah, forward. and yeah. I had a rapier in my hand. That's probably why I missed with the rapier too, because I also had that behind my back. Was... Yeah, you just kind of like you just kind of flicked your wrist. <laughs> yeah, so I was running by like, <laughs> cool. Um, so it's your turn. Oh boy, if you can kill more tendrils. For around us, yeah, that would be a great idea. Or it, um, I don't think I can kill it. No, or but I it. can shoot a tendril that is near you. Do I have uh, any more of that uh, acid shit? Just pour it no, down well. you never had any acid <laughs> shit. That was all just for flavor. No, you never had shit. Give... It's canonical. It's canonical. Um, Tell that to the dead uh, yeah. body. I am yeah. going to. <laughs> How close can I get without being in its range, I guess? You just can't get close to it without being in its range. It has a 50-foot range. So at the moment, you are barely out of its range. Mm. Um, and so uh, if you literally get one square forward, you're within its range. That's very rude of you. That's the way this monster is in the in the monster's handbook. So Okay. I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to shoot a tentacle that is near those two basically keeping keeping the tentacles away from them yeah again it has a 50 foot range so any tentacle can hit anywhere but sure shoot a tentacle that's why i'm trying to take one out so it has Mm -hmm. less options here and actually i'll tell you matt um the only reason why that because those tendrils normally have 10 hp but uh Mm -hmm. that one that had grabbed mrs uh leanna haverset uh occultist had hit earlier and done three damage to that's the only reason why you broke it Oh, lucky, lucky you! Yeah, lucky. Uh, twenty-two so, hit. Twenty-two hits. Okay, and I'll nice. give you sneak attack damage because there's all kinds of shit going on. Okay, because you're just a sneaky little bird. So I've got a total of eleven points of damage, please. That breaks a tendril. Hooray! Excellent. So that's two tendrils down. So it's back down to four tendrils. Great. Um, excellent. You want to do anything with your movement? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's your favorite player, Matt, and welcome to this week's Middle Break. So here's the news, guys. This is the penultimate episode of Ben's Havenport one-shot, if you even want to call it a one-shot at this point anymore, an 18-episode one-shot. But yes, it is the penultimate episode of this one shot. So we got one more after this. So we are coming to an end. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. Ben put a lot of work. His whole, his whole heart and whatever he has left of a soul at this point into it. So if you've been enjoying the ride so far, go into our Discord and give him some love. More on the Discord later. Another way you can give us some love is by making sure you do all the things to help our podcast 
grow. The first thing, of course, subscribe, rate, and review to our podcast wherever you get our podcasts from. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcatcher you use, go there, hit that subscribe button, download our episodes, leave a five-star review, and then write a little synopsis about why you like our podcast so other people might think they would enjoy it too. Also, be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter at New Crits and on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at New Crits on the Block. We always post content to those sites, little throwbacks from episodes past, the funny quotes that we say during the episode, some funny banter, all those types of things, just to give you a little more inside peek about who we are and what we do. The way you can help us there is by either interacting with all of the pieces of content, whether that be liking them, commenting on them, tagging people that you also think might like, or just by sharing those pieces of content to your own sphere of influence, right? If there's an episode you really like or a quote or a little soundbite you love, just throw it up there on your story. Make sure to tag us in it. Give us that reach. The only way we're growing right now is through word of mouth. So doing those little things is so small of a help, but it's such a big impact for us. We would appreciate it so much. One of the ways we like to give back, here comes the segue part. Here comes that foreshadowing I had a little bit earlier. Chekhov's Discord is giving back to our community. We have our own Discord for all things new crits, but not all things new crits. Of course, you can go in there. Please sign up, join. Go to the channels that talk about the show. You could talk to the cast members about the theories about what's going to happen or things that have happened in the past. But if you just want to go somewhere and relax, we got plenty of channels for that too. It is a safe, inclusive space we have created over the last few years that we're really proud of. And we love our family that we have cultivated in there. So if you haven't joined our Discord yet, what are you waiting for? Come on in and join the fun. Now, Matt, no, Matt, you know what? There's some might somebody named Matt out there listening. Matt, I'm speaking directly to you. Now, Matt, you might be thinking, well, other favorite player, Matt, by FPM, I do want to do all the things that you mentioned, but how do I get to all the places that you just mentioned? Well, from our link tree, of course, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Drukrits on the block. We'll get you to all the places that I mentioned and some places that I didn't even have time to mention. L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Drukrits on the block. It is your central hub for all things new crits. All right, Matt, let's get you back into the episode here. Thank you so much for listening so far. As you know, we come out new episodes every single Monday. That ain't stopping anytime soon. So until next time, Matt, we love you. Be safe out there. Be excellent to each other. Bye-bye, Matt. Uh, it is back to the cult leader's turn. Uh, the uh, brilliant uh, Rith Oak, who uh, has not fucked this ritual up at all. Um, let's see. He is uh, very angry about everything happening uh, and doesn't like any of this. And uh, he also doesn't like Mr. Teeth and Eyes here in front of him and just casts uh, just a straight up magic missile missile right at him. Uh, and he's just like, stop interfering. And he hits him with hopefully enough damage to kill him. Not bad. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage to the Maw Demon, or Teeth and Eyes, as I called him, uh, which is just enough to take him out. Uh, and so this uh, this uh, Teeth and Eyes creature is uh, just blown to pieces, just <laughs> as he uh, bits and pieces and teeth and eyes start blowing off of him. And as he's blowing holes for this thing, it's like trying to open up to create the hole openings for the 
the uh, for the uh, uh, the magic missiles to go through, but they're like this kinetic force damage, so it's like blowing them apart from the inside, uh, and the whole thing kind of like quivers and like spits out some type of weird acid slime, and then dissolves Ew. into a puddle on the ground, and the Maw Demon is dead. Uh, and I just said demon. Uh, You've said that a couple times, actually. I know. I have a hard time with that. I always say demon. Yeah, it's, the, as opposed it's my to, favorite thing in the world. I don't You've always done that. I know, Why do you I add that? I don't know. I always have. Um, Gush, it's your turn. Okay. Explode on him. What? Gush, Gush, explode on him. You got this, bud. Oh. <laughs> um, do I have a clear shot at... Actually, how far away is Cult Leader? Oh, my God. Come on, roll 20. Do something. Uh, I can tell you real quick. Cult leader is a hundred and fifteen feet away from you. Oh, was that it? <laughs> <laughs> you can always move forward. I mean, oh, was that it? <laughs> hundred and fifteen. I'm gonna move to within eighty and take a shot at cult leader because he's he's gone pretty uh, unharassed this whole time. So. All right, so Gush moves up and to the left, um, starts to cross over towards one of these big statues over here, uh, and takes a shot at the cult leader. Yes. With Mikrosbow. That is a nat 20. Hey! Oh, hell yes. Nice. Well, he instinctively uses a shield, but that doesn't make any difference, because he didn't know that that was going to hit him or not, um, which blows through all of his first level spells. Idiot. Um, <laughs> what a dummy yeah, yeah. probably should well, have saved some of those huh dummy yeah dumb dumb <laughs> i don't think he's gonna be alive much longer to yeah, uh, i mean be using them <laughs> uh all right give me damage uh gush that's a five plus eight plus two for 15 yeah. total 15 Ooh. damage uh yikes so he had this like magical ward thing that uh was part of his uh build uh which you basically just completely obliterated um so uh yeah nice. uh so he all of a sudden, uh, you know, this this crossbow bolt comes at him and hits him uh, in, outside of this shield that he had because he's an abjuration wizard uh, and it just completely blows through it. Uh, the, the crossbow bolt like ricochets off like last second and like scrapes the side of his head. Um, it's like again, it's like a scene from a cool anime when all of a sudden it's like he got through my shield, you know, like, like how how is that even possible? You know, how was that, Jake? Was that good? That was good. Yeah. Is that, did it feel that right good? to you? Yeah, did that fit? Fit. <laughs> okay. Um, so as uh, Gush is uh, uh, running over, I would say that uh, uh, Therasul, who's last in initiative order, uh, follows him uh, because, uh, as we know, uh, the he has given him his sword. The your friends five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five, thirty. Okay, there we go. So, uh, ooh, itchy. Sorry, I'm itchy. Uh, <laughs> thank I you for that. that. Yeah, I just need to. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the play-by-play. Couldn't yeah. just scratch himself like a normal human. <laughs> nope, nope. Everyone has to know at home. I'm itchy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Therasul follows uh, right behind Gush to uh, to uh, back him up, and uh, that is the end of um, round three. So back up to the top. It is uh, the start of round four. And we find ourselves back with Mrs. Havaset's turn. Uh, she is in the arms of Soot. Uh, sorry, of Snow. Um, hey. And she kind of wants to get the fuck out of here, but doesn't quite know how to. Um, 
And so she looks at Snow and just goes, I, I don't know what's going on. What, what, is, what do we do? Well, if he doesn't grab us again, I'm going to scare the shit out of you by running across those teeth to the rest of the what? game. Yeah, no, it's an, it's what am an, I going to do? Uh, close your eyes and think of a somewhere nice and quiet. Maybe plug your ears just in case. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll work out. I already did just this in once. Case, just in case what? Uh, nothing. Just in case it, it, it uh, you know, screams or something. It screams? Where where are we? Uh, that is the end of Mrs. Havisett's turn. Uh, I guess she's just going to give you a help action. <laughs> Good, because I'll probably need uh, it. Because <laughs> she really doesn't want to die. Um, Sabi uh, wants to... Uh, what do I care about this Discord notification? I don't. Goodbye. Uh, Sabi uh, takes a few steps forward. Uh, takes another shot. Now that she's within range, she can actually hit this thing without having to shoot at disadvantage. Uh, and she still misses because um, she is terrible. Everyone is terrible. Uh, this combat is terrible. I'm terrible and I hate everything. Her turn is over. Uh, <laughs> guard number one, uh, who is in this thing's maw um, almost, he's right next to it. Uh, he drops his crossbow and tries to stab it with his sword. Hmm. Let's see how that goes, because he's he's within point blank range. I think don't you take disadvantage within your five feet of something when you're using range weapons? Isn't that how it works? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and casting. he also misses, oh. but he can attack twice and he misses again. So he drops his uh, crossbow and pulls out his sword and starts just wailing on this thing's beak mouth, uh, and it doesn't do anything. Uh, it is once again the dire rat's turn. Uh, Matt, what would you like to do with him? Uh, he is, uh, jumping on snow's back. We're all going to make it across this. <laughs> well, I think the, I think the, uh, the horror goes before you do though, Jake, right? It does. Yeah. So the dire rat's going to move forward. He's going to play a little defense here. Oh, okay. Rat's going to move forward. And if a tentacle comes to swoop up either miss Haviset or snow rat's going to attack. So holding action. For a tentacle to come into range. Hell yeah. This, okay. This rat is honestly the MVP of this combat. <laughs> <laughs> because, it's a, because it's a character that you're allowed to sacrifice. Um, great job, uh, David. You are a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. Uh, just sacrificing this poor dire rat so that you can save just your friends. Summon, I'll just summon his ass again. Yeah, we're still kind of wondering, is it the same dire rat? We talked about this. Like, if you, summon a right. if you summon a horse and then you eat it, when you summon it again, is it the same horse? I hope not, because that horse <laughs> we'll is going to fuck out. me up. Uh, it is once fuck again the unfathomable oh, yeah, horror's turn. Uh, it just goes ahead and uses uh, its uh, um, beak attack, because guard number one is right there, uh, who just tried to hit, uh, hit it repeatedly, and decides to eat its ass. Uh, and that is a uh, hit. What? Excuse me? Ex excuse me? <laughs> what? Um, wow. Yeah, I it mean. It to what? It just eats its ass. <laughs> is oh, what I said. No Jesus. That is what I said. No uh, that is what happens. Um, Damn, dude. Wow. I mean, it's it's Fucking an unfathomable uh, horror from beyond the stars. You don't know what it's into. W-H-O-R-E. Is that the spelling? <laughs> <of the horror? laughs> yeah, very different spelling. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, now it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this, <laughs> I've been just trying tentacles to Tentacles get... <laughs> eating ass. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, So it deals 2d8 <laughs> damage to him. Like uh, actually, doesn't ben roll that good on all the stops. Yeah. I think we're stuck in one of his uh, nightmares. <laughs> quote, <laughs> unquote, quote, unquote, yeah. quote, unquote. <laughs> Um, he actually doesn't do a lot of damage to him. Shockingly, he rolled really bad. Uh, this guard might actually somehow survive this combat. I doubt it, but well, good for him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, now in this particular instance, uh, it now, uh, the portal begins to, uh, shimmer and glow various colors and all those tendrils come shooting out. But instead of grabbing people this time, it grabs on to these four statues you see, uh, surrounding oh. it. Uh, if you look, there is a statue directly to uh, the left and right of it that I'm pinging on the map. These big ones in the corner. And there's also these two right above it. Uh, these four tendrils reach out and grab these and begin pulling. And as it starts pulling, the whole body starts coming further and further and further out of uh, this portal and you're no longer just seeing its teeth and mouth and beak and maw and tendrils you're beginning to see its entire body and it looks almost like a worm it has a long cylindrical body with barbs and 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 eyes all over it and it's just really fucking terrifying and so now you're actually seeing the top of it coming out like a worm coming out of a hole in the ground uh, and it's just pulling itself out of its world and into yours but it is still halfway through the uh, halfway through the portal, halfway not. Uh, everyone, make a perception check. Hmm. Hmm. I don't want to. Perception. What if, what if I have a perception? Okay, plus then five? roll with disadvantage, I guess. So no, I don't. No, plus I five, mind. eighteen. Perception okay. for David. Uh, eighteen for David. Four. Gush rolled a twelve. Uh, Gush rolled a twelve. Soot, I'll give you an advantage because you're right next to something. I'm sorry, not soot, snow. I always do oh, this. Oh. Uh, not thank God. <laughs> soot got a seven. I rolled the exact same thing twice. Uh, that is four plus two for six. <laughs> wow. You're a little distracted. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I got things happening, okay? <laughs> and then, I'm so sorry, Gush, I don't know if I heard you. What was yours? Twelve. Twelve. Okay, well, David still got an 18. That's pretty good. David, the person who is the fucking furthest <laughs> away from this thing, uh, maybe that's why he can see it, because he can kind of like, get a whole view of the room uh, mm -hmm. as this thing starts ripping itself out of the ground by pulling on these statues uh, you notice that multiple of the statues are starting to crack and break and they are quite tall and large uh, you get the impression that uh, these anchor points could probably be broken and if they were uh, these statues would crumble I remind you that these are also pillars that hold up the entire uh, building so as it's yanking itself out of the ground, you see these these pillars, these statues uh, cracking and breaking, and you see cracks actually extending through the walls and ceiling of this building. In fact, a large rock uh, falls, narrowly missing the portal uh, and splashing into the water next to it. Uh, you get the distinct opinion, uh, opinion that if you were to uh, help break these pillars, you could probably bring this whole place down. Okay. Uh, how exactly that's going to happen? I don't know. That's for you guys to figure out. Uh, that is the end of that thing's turn. Uh, guard number two, once he sees uh, this big tendril shoot out next to him and grab onto the uh, statue and it starts breaking, uh, 
he also books it out of here. He is also terrified. Everybody is fleeing. He runs his full movement speed and attempts to flee out of the room. Cowards. Uh, Rare Snow, it is your turn. Well, we know what I'm doing. Um, so uh, there's a tendril that is kind of connected to one of those statues that's leading towards where my party is, right? Correct. Okay. So uh, with oh no, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run across his teeth, and then <laughs> using that <laughs> roll, run across the tentacle, and hopefully make it out alive. Because I don't know if I'm gonna have enough time to run all the way around this area. Yeah, you might not. I don't know, but uh, uh, that's a risky maneuver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. No, 100%. We could die or we could live, but she gave me the help action, so this could come out really good. That is a 15 plus 5 for 20 for my first roll. Nice. And that is a 16 plus 5 for a 21. Oh, DC 22. No, that that's that doesn't. <laughs> Liar. Um, I was thinking about making it like, uh, I said, make it DC 15. Should I make it DC 20? Thankfully, you beat uh, a 20, so I don't have to even question that. Uh, yeah, you can move with Mrs. Haviset. So you kind of, in a way, you have her grappled. And so when you have a character grappled, you can kind of only move half speed, but you got your feline agility, you got your dash action. So I'm going to yeah, say didn't you use... can move the full 60 across. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of go like that and then that. And then the yeah. tentacle would probably be going in this direction, right? So it'd be. I, I would say that you guys, so you basically make it all the way across, jump down off the teeth. The entire time, Mrs. Haviset just has her eyes closed and she's just like, happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy thoughts, pretty place, close, don't look, don't look, don't look. And she opens her eyes and she, uh, as she goes going directly over the thing's mod beak as it's like attempting to like peck through the uh well that's right now it's a big long worm tentacle thing so yeah it got uh, higher <laughs> yeah yeah no it's uh it was scary as fuck um, uh yeah so you guys make it all the way across good job yeah i i land i uh set her on the ground and then i say run and uh that's uh -huh. gonna be my turn uh excellent uh i'm really really happy you pulled that off i didn't want to have to killed her i was in, if if i fell i was gonna try to chuck her <laughs> across the rest of the way uh i may have let you do that uh anyway it is back to guard number three's turn uh who continues running out of here uh they are no longer trying to uh be a part of this um this is not what they signed up for and uh he takes off uh cultist number five is frozen in terror they don't do anything uh david it is once again your turn um, so as you know, these beams, these pillars, uh, they are probably your only good way to get this thing, uh, collapsed and out of here. Yeah. The problem is I don't have anything that can damage pillars. <laughs> no, uh, not really. Um, I mean, I don't know what your spell list includes, uh, nothing that damages stone. I mean, they're an object you could, any anything i mean you know that it's grabbing onto them pulling on them so that that physical blunt force is beginning to break them um so would moonbeam hit a pillar then moon i mean it, it makes it hot i i mean yeah I, but that's what i mean i don't have anything that will like i don't have any bludgeoning thing i have nothing that does that i mean i'll let you move the moonbeam over there and see if you can do any damage to this pillar um 
All right. I shoot or an, you an can, arrow you, at it. Well, do... first of all, you won't you won't let me do that, okay? I can do that, all right? <laughs> all right. That's something I can just do if I want. Okay? He wills it. Yeah. Uh, I guess I do it, and we'll see what happens. And from very far away from, I think, where everybody else is at this point, <laughs> because I just stayed back there twiddling my little moonbeam around. Uh, you just hear echoing throughout the whole room because speaking is a free action. Uh, and he's like, you've never heard David like yelling, projecting a narration before, <laughs> but this is the first time you've heard as he's trying to let everybody know in the area since he was the only one who saw that this is happening. David suspects that if we are to vanquish this foe, the Environment must be its downfall. Take a look and notice the pillars he grabs onto. While it might be his salvation from the place he is beckoned from, it could also be leading to his grave. <laughs> and I'm going to throw the moonbeam on one of those pillars. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead, and I guess the pillar has to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just roll and see what happens. Now, what? Um, what now, why would that be? Because the pillar's not going to resist. Yeah, I don't think objects can do any sort of save, correct? I think they auto-fail. Because they're not. I don't I believe know if they, they do. would auto-fail. I mean, yeah, I, this is more of me themselves. questioning, does this work? Because when you, yeah, that's that's a whole other question. That's a whole okay. question. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's leave but it up to the dice to find out. It's not, it's not a healthy statue. Yeah, <laughs> it's not um, an empty statue. Yeah, not anymore. Well, here's the thing. It's decrepit. You said I, it yourself. I rolled a 15, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that you weaken the statue, uh, but you that alone does not break it, which does make sense because it's a it's a beam of moonlight on a statue. It so, does it, it does look pretty it, sick though. I will say, but it looks yeah. I mean that that is, that is an awesome looking statue right now. It's uh, more to it's more to highlight yeah, it for right. the rest yeah, of my like, party to like, really show them yeah. like, this is what I'm talking yeah. about, guys. It's the literal form of pinging on the map. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I pinged. That's all I did. I pinged yeah. it. Yeah, okay. You ping this statue over here to the left, uh, next yep. to next to Gush, uh, and it, uh, Gush, you see. You see that that moonlight illuminates a structural weakness in that statue that you could exploit mm -hmm. if you were to uh, uh, roll really well. <laughs> Great job, David. Just push. Thank just you. Push um, your just do anything else you want to do. I'm going to go to the high. Yeah. Uh, nope. <laughs> um, David's good where he's at. He doesn't want to risk his yeah. life running across. There's nothing he can do. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, so it's your turn. Okay. Um, I see this ping. In front of us. Yeah, use that strong bird body you have to yeah, uh, no, break I'm a not, statue. I'm not going to do that, but I am going to shoot the tentacle that is pulling on it to see well, no. if that will. Don't... Why? Because it, when it's when it yanks away, it'll it'll it lighten the pressure damage... on it. It'll make it harder to break it. And then well, we have I can't to go tickle him. So. Well, you can maybe hold an action for when that tentacle comes and tries to grab me. Um, so make an insight check. Oh. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, that's, that's not a five right for me. <laughs> Let's see. Does I insight or oh, natural twenty? Nice. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You guys are just that is ridiculous. Um, I'm very smart. Yeah. Very uh, insightful. What you, what you, very good. Butter what you realize is is that if you know this this uh, statue up into the left is having the most structural damage to it, 
uh, and you do want it to break, what you should do is probably shoot one of the tentacles on the other statues, forcing it to pull harder on that one. So mm. I'm th so you should probably go after the one on the other side. Okay. Throw it off I will balance. do that then. Yes, that is what I will do because I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does a 24 hit? It sure does. Okay. Uh, yeah. And again, I'll give you sneak attack damage on this because guard number one is still clanging its his uh, long sword against the side of this thing's uh, worm tentacle body beak thing. Yes, um, I did another 11 damage. That is enough damage. Those things have 10 HP. So you it's wild you how that keeps happening. <laughs> you managed to break the tentacle holding on to the other statue, which makes all of its weight pull on uh, stat the statue uh, that uh, David had highlighted to the left. Uh, and that thing is really starting to crumble and you see big cracks going up into the ceiling. Uh, that's that is an impressive um tactic you have used there it's, it's... can i yell timber <laughs> look look out it's coming down uh and yet it doesn't <laughs> well be prepared Still <laughs> well in six seconds do you have anything else you want to do on your turn no that's it okay uh it is now uh the cult leader's turn uh, who is has a front row seat to everything that is happening and as he watches this huge thing come out of the ground um all of his cult people are dead his guards have fled uh, he has a front row seat of everything he sees everything going on and he is looking at the portal he's looking at the worm creature his cultist has fled his guards have fled everyone's dead and he sees Therasul on the other end of this uh, portal uh, looking at him. He sees another one of his elven brethren. And he makes an insight check. Okay, Brian's You're just sure really handled now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Okay. Cut his mic, cut his mic, cut his mic. Tough crowd. <laughs> One moment. So sorry. Here. Benjamin, so sorry. Ollie's about to make some popcorn, I think. Oh. <laughs> I don't know yet, honey. I'll text him. Can you put your popcorn in real quick? Because we're recording right now. So we need you to hurry up so we can continue. Because you're making noise in the background. Yeah. You heard me. So, uh, how's everyone doing? Don't speak. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Shut up, Jake. This is dead air time, understand? <laughs> yeah. No one's allowed to do anything. Ben is going to have to go right back into it. <laughs>